Hi, this is another Tendies podcast. My name is Reza Sanjide. And today is February 7, 2023. This is my sixth episode. The number six was always a great number for me. I hope this episode will be a great experience for all of us. First, I am sorry for delay. Also, I want to emphasize how important it is for me, the goal of these episodes, and that is to bring philosophy to our everyday life. That's why I call it Philosophy of Life podcast. Maybe you will say, how could philosophical of time be related to our everyday life? And I understand that you can find the relation between philosophical, philosophical time and everyday life. But it is important to understand fundamental. If we don't know our ethics and civics, we don't know what to do in a lot of circumstances. Philosophy teaches us the fundamental of things and critical thinking. That's why it is for us vital to learn it. In any case, this week is significant for me because of marked the anniversary of Iranian Revolution of 1979, which, despite the passage of time, I still vividly recall. And my son's birthday, which is, falls exactly to the same day as Shah regime collapsed and the formation of a new Iranian government. Happy birthday, Sorab. I'm lucky to have you in my life. You are full of joy and love, and so and I'm so proud of you. The theme of this episode is philosophical time. This is an amazing topic. Change me in fundamental way. I changed completely because of what I read in the past few months. So I can say I understand a lot more about time and what that means. I was very excited for this episode. Time is a very interesting subject and relatively easy. That was, I thought, initially. I was just recently concluded that time is not real and all it is to it. I should have been very, it, it should have been very short and interesting episode. And I can add another number to my philosophy podcast. As you can see, I was very immature to my prediction. I'm not anymore in the same opinion as I was by starting this episode, which is, was only 60 days ago. As a matter of fact, the subject time is quite difficult. This is, a, it needs a lot of reading and I need a lot of time in contextual form. <laughs> this is very funny. I'm trying to explain time, but I need more time to explain it. But at the same time, I don't believe in time. Now, I need more of it. What do I need more? I say to myself. Is that something that affect both material and immaterial things equally? What exactly do we mean when we say time is passing? What is really passing? What is time exactly? Is that something that we can be accessed by itself? How time, how much do we understand when we say what time it is? 
Or another question, does time exist in absolute nothingness? Let's elaborate here a little bit. I don't mean by saying absolute nothingness vacuum. Here, absolute nothingness is the same, some people call it void. Behind absence of everything or non-everything, it is literally behind all the attributes. Let's call it here, for sake of argument, absolute void. So, does time exist in absolute void? These are few questions, interesting questions regarding philosophical time. Throughout history, philosophers have always seen that concept of time play a crucial role in their argument. The subject was so important to the philosopher that they spent so much time to study it. Philosophers have used thought experiment in order to prove or disapprove philosophical ideas to better understand time, and, and we must do exactly the same way. The journey of this episode was life-changing experience. In relatively short time, I changed my opinion 180 degrees. Because of more research I made into this topic, I feel that I don't know a lot of the, about time. I did make amazing experience because of it. Now I am saying for sure that I never should say for sure anything for fact. Because a fact is actually could change. And that is because different perspective of view. I was looking at the time outside the space, which looks very different in essence. Meaning you can travel in time, seeing things without their boundaries. If you have, if you, if your imagination is really good, you can even kill your grandfather in the past. Even though you can't even be exist. You can travel into the future like back to future movie, changing effectively effectively fundamentally, which is absolutely not possible by any measurement. Philosophers always think time and space are related and connected. But are they time and space similarly connected? Time and space, in my opinion, are not only related, but it's also inseparable. The space in, is something we can typically relate it to, but I don't think it can be accessed by itself. And I can say, I already said that time cannot be accessed by itself. Let's go back to our absolute void thought experiment and do more research. Can we have any, any experience in absolute void when we are not even exist? As a matter in fact, nothing can be exist. This is darkness, no light, no object, nothing we can relate it to. And that's why we call it absolute void. So how can it be time measured in that circumstance? In other words, we only can measure time if an action happened to an object. As a result, we have an experience. Only when an action and an object are involved. So when they are both are missing in absolute void, nothing could be happening. Then 
it is fair to say time is not exist because there is no experience has been created. Therefore, time only happens in space. So the concept of space here referred to everything outside absolute void. Essentially, you can say time is a bunch of our experience that we gather in a space. Based on Avicenna Flyman argument, which is an which it is a thought experiment which helps us to understand life and now maybe time. Here is Davasana quote, I'm alive because I think. I can also say that I think, therefore, times exist, and my experience are real to me. Or is it just as good I can prove my experience are not real because time is not real. So the question should be, is that possible for space or time to be exist independently? If we want to prove that time and space are interconnected, we must prove that they are, they can't be exist by themselves. And I think we already show that time cannot be exist by itself. Earlier, with our thought experience, we couldn't prove that time is exist by itself and cannot be measured in a void. Therefore, we didn't gather any experiments, any experience. But can we have any experience in a space without time? Think for a moment that everything in existence is locked in one moment, a macrosecond, and nothing is changing. You sit on the chair next to the window, and nothing is moving, no movement whatsoever. You have no thought, but you are there. Everyone else is there. Buildings are there. And uh, sun is there, but there is absolutely no movement. You don't get old. The sunlight does not change because everything locked in the macro, macro, macro moment. So the question is, do you have any experience in that moment? Therefore, if there is no experience in a space, how can you even prove if there is existence of the space? We only are able to measure things with our experiences. Therefore, time is only possible measurement we have that can prove space's existence. So we have to deal with time and space. So our experience are building time and space, or vice versa. Space and time building our experiences. But the key element is here, what is left is our experiences. What we are, we are nothing without our experiences. And our experiences are manufacturing us as a whole. Now, is time being real? I would question if 
my experience are real, then yes, time is real. And if my experience are not real, then you can say time is not real. And we are not real either. You guys know what paradox is. It is a statement that seemingly contradicts to oppose or to common sense. And yet, perhaps both true. Time is one of them. Time is what you think it is. Once Albert Einstein said that the distinguish between past, present, and future is only subordinate, persistent illusion. We as a human trying to make sense of things. Therefore, we develop a set of rules that can explain events as they happen. To express our emotion, the idea, we create language and words. We produce art through painting, writing, and music. To express ourselves, we are building a structure, design, and manifest stories far away from us, our reach. Our imagination knows no boundaries. Most of our recent philosophers are saying that even we did create God and all the religions. We human oddly creatures, and this is what distinguishes us from everything else. We create phony rules to help us to comprehend our surrounding. Then again, that doesn't mean imply that they are natural law. On the contrary, they have little to do with natural and fundamental of natural things. We should not confuse ourselves. Once I was told by one of my neighbors that animals destroy his yard. He was so hated by that fact. But the truth is the animal should be angry of what he did because the, that he was in their homes. He devastated by his, his, his yard, his environment, the animal environment. The home ownership is in a contract between us, we human, and not between us and animal. There is no set of rules we created these, these are the set of rules we created to, to explain our relationship with each other and not with the nature. With this ex- example, I'm trying to simplify the difference between natural law and our creations. And, um, and then that's it. That's actually that's all it is to it. Not related to the subject, but interesting. People have been recently talking a lot about um, AI and ChatGPS and Professor Harry's prediction for the future of mankind. He claims that human knowledge and behavior are hackable, and I have uh, no reason to dispute that. AI and ChatGPS breaking many front. So what? I can argue that AI or ChatGPS are never be able to do one important things, and that is we as human experience have, which can create feeling, subsequently time, and much more. Time proved that our feeling make us to believe we are existence. Can AI do that? 
never can do that. AI are using same words, but they don't know the meaning of it. And then because of they are using it, doesn't mean they are aware of the true meaning of it. So I conclude my time episode here. I apologize for delay of my podcast. With all the reading, I'm exhausted, but I'm incredibly glad that uh, my audience is growing. I am aware that I have to do a lot more. The subject of upcoming episode is unknown. Therefore, I'm open to any suggestion. You can contact me by email or through my Twitter accounts at Tandis. Tandis spelled T-A-N-D-I-S. Thank you for listening.